Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another word-filled message by David Entry. Preaching is the means by which God manifests his word and nourishes our spirits. May the life of God enter into you and you as you listen to this message. Be blessed. A month of divine encounters. How to provoke divine encounters. People, there are people who can manufacture, engineer, be the architect of their encounters. There are some encounters that God has planned. Other encounters, you can provoke them. And how to provoke a personal encounter from God. It's so important. It's so important to understand that there are things you can do to provoke an encounter from above. Number one, as I explained, is faith. And prophetically, I told people on, I think Monday or Tuesday last week, that listen to messages, it was Monday. Listen to messages of faith, on faith. This time of fasting, just listen to messages that will build up your faith. Because we understand from Romans 10, 17, that faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. So listen to messages and minimize exposure to faith damaging people, relationships, conversations, or events. There are some things you expose yourself to. It actually comes to attack the word of God you are holding on to. There are people around you, you do not have to tell them you are going to sacrifice an Isaac. They can be Sarah, but you don't have to tell them you are going to sacrifice an Isaac because they are strong enough to stop it. But your testimony is bringing them a testimony. But their lack of insight about the step you are about to take can make both of you lose. So it's so important. Sometimes, years ago, Reverend Biakofi made a statement that sometimes our loved ones can love us out of our destiny. If they lack insight, they will love you out of a step of obedience you're about to take for God. Some of you have family members who hate Pastors, they like the change in your life. But they stop short in giving the credit to what a church is doing. Satan himself is behind the attack of the church. Jesus said the, the first mention of the word church in the Bible came from the maps of Jesus. He said, who do men say I am? Matthew chapter 16, 13. Peter said, you are the son of the living God. Jesus, Peter 16. And Jesus said, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you by my father. And I tell you, you are Peter. And upon this verse 18, I'll build my church. That's a fair. And as soon as I mention church, look at the next statement. In Revelation chapter 12, the Bible says that I saw a sign in heaven. A woman was pregnant. And the verse 2 talks about the dragon, the old serpent, Satan. Revelation chapter 12, verse 2. Satan is the dragon, is the old serpent. Yeah. And there appeared another wonder in the sun. Behold, a great red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns, and seven, this is very strange, seven crowns on his head. And what happened? <laughs> and there appeared 
and he still drew a third part of the stars of heaven and did, uh, and did cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman which was ready to deliver for to devour her child as soon as the child was born. And Bible says that God took the woman and went and hid her. And then when the child was born, the child was taken. The devil, so Jesus said, upon this rock I'll build my church and the gates of hell. Ah! As soon as he mentioned the church, he said gates of hell. So anytime church comes in on the scene, hell is ready. Hell's biggest agenda on earth is to attack the church. That doesn't care about politicians, war and all those things. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Prosper. That's why sinners can prosper like they can make sinners prosper. They can make bad people have money. But if Satan can prosper people, then who is more powerful? Satan or God? Then God can also Amen. prosper you. But unfortunately, if you see, we fail to go on God's system of prosperity. And still question, why am I not prospering? God has a system of doing things. You can't stay at home and be, um, get born again by yourself because you are just there. And all those who say, an angel appeared to me and from there I changed. It's not proper changing. You cannot be truly born again until you've heard the true gospel. Angel appeared, Cornelia, go and get Peter. So all those who said, I, I had an encounter and I've changed. It, they had an encounter that moved them. And if it doesn't move you towards church, you haven't changed. Or it's not God. You might, maybe you have changed, but it's not God. Changes inspired by God. God never gives birth to anybody and puts them outside of his house. So anyone who claims that they are born again, but God told him they should stay out of the church because there's a lot of rubbish and a lot of issues. They are actually born against they are not born again. Because as soon as you are born again, Bible said, and God added to the church daily, those who are being saved. So if you are not being added to the church, you are not saved. And the Lord added where? To the church. Those who should be saved. So salvation is connected to the church. That is why it says, send for Peter. And he will tell you words by which you will be saved. When Peter got there, an extension of the church has got into Cornelius' house. Well, <laughs> I can talk and go on. So, faith. You have to surround yourself with faith building people, messages, elements, situations, events. If you don't do that, don't think that many people are attempting, listen to this, this is a very important point I'm about to make, all of you, don't miss this one. Many people are attempting to do it God's way with their own willpower. No, you need faith power. The just shall live by will. No, by faith. It takes a certain confidence in God based on a word from God that has hit your system to be able to take certain steps, else you'll be stranded on the highways in attempting to do it for God. No man can do it for God. God has to do it through you. And for God to partner with you, you must be a man or a woman of faith. That is why I'm so confident that this season, your story is changing. 
Why is your story changing? Because your faith is rising. Tell somebody, my faith is rising. My faith is rising. Are you learning something at all? It's important. A lot of people, just, it's, it's amazing. The number, the level of ignorant people in church, in churches. A lot of it is empty-headedness. Presumptions and feelings have dominated the skyline of churches. Both charismatic, Pentecostal, Orthodox, dead churches. Oh, both. There are people who are active in churches and going to church, but they don't know square. And their spirituality is based on their assumptions and their suppositions. And some, depending on their background, on superstition. Superstition. So either your suppositions, I suppose, I, I thought, I assume, I suppose, either suppositions or superstitions. Superstitious belief. Oh, you know, when, 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 somebody will tell you that um, anytime you are praying, and you, you, maybe you see the sun, you, you have to go, oh, God, kind of stuff. That's why teaching of God's word should never be second placed. Because it's the word you know that builds you up. I commend you to God. Acts chapter 20 verse 32. I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. Which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among the saints. Today when I was reading my Bible, I stumbled across the word inheritance. In Hebrews chapter 1. It really got my attention. He said, to which of the angels did he say, your throne, oh God. Can you imagine? God is calling somebody God. He said, your throne, oh God, is forever. <laughs> but unto the sun, sorry, I've gone off. Unto the sun, he said, thy throne. God said it. He said, to which of the angels did he say? He didn't say anything to the angels. Those kind of grandiose statements. This is talking about the superiority of Jesus. It didn't say, for unto which of the angels, angels said he at any time, thou art my son. That's where I got the inheritance from. Angels are not sons. That's why they can't inherit. Inheritance does not come from friends. Or bosses. Some of you think your inheritance comes from your boss. Thou art my son. Which, to, he said, to which of the angels did he ever say that? At a time. Never. Thou art my son. This day I have begotten thee. And again, I will be to him a father. Ah. Which of the angels did he say I will be a father to the angel? And he shall be my son. No, none. But look at the next verse. <laughs> Sorry to go off. Okay, is that okay? And again, when he bringeth the first, uh, the, the first begotten into the world, he said... Let all the angels of God worship him. So he said, when Jesus came, the first begotten, when he came, to, he actually also said, let all the angels worship this personality. He's trying to tell Jesus is way above. So he just said, an angel appears to you. What you get is Bible. <laughs> 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 you, 
You are letting a baker fix your car. <laughs> if you have a problem with your car, don't take it to a baker. <laughs> you are sewing your, your wedding dress and you go and give it to a hairdresser to sew. Mashebe. Look at the next verse. This is sweet. I don't know why people won't read the Bible. There's something wrong with your Christian life if you don't read the Bible. Or when you read the Bible, you are so bored. Yes, some of it sometimes can be. When you are not on fire, it, it, it really is. Is it not true? Some of it. Not every, sometimes. So it doesn't matter the scripture. Even this Hebrew can be boring when your spiritual life is comatose. In the same way, the church is boring. The same way you find any little thing gets you offended. The choir is singing. They say, no, no, you are not leading the, the praise and worship. You are upset and you still hope, why did they not let me lead? You are not spiritual. That's why you are talking that gibberish. A man can receive nothing except giving to you from above. Get spiritual. Get spiritual and thank God you are not allowed to lead the praise and worship. You are coming to spew flesh on us. How do we know? When you were changed, you got offended. That means, yeah, that's an acid test. Your spirit was not right. But you didn't know. When you are not spiritual, anything at all gets you offended. Anything. The pastor is preaching. You have taken offense. You know, other people are saying, oh, this pastor, I'm, 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 blessed, I'm blessed so much. The same thing that is blessing somebody is also messing somebody up because of the flesh. Hey! You see, this is the kind of, I mean, this is the kind of preaching I like. Oh. I'm really teaching the Bible. Today, no prophesy. It might come. This is actually the proper prophecy. Sure word of prophecy. Ah, I feel like prophesying. I feel like preaching. But when I say I feel like prophesying, you shake the prophesy. I feel like prophesying. And I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, Behold, there was a noise, and there was a shaking, bone to bone, hip to hip. And I said, Son of man, can this voice prophesy again and command sinews to come on the flesh? Prophecy brought a big army. Please sit down, let me finish prophesying. So, let me finish the. Can I go to Hebrews? Then I'll go to. Let's finish. This Hebrews thing is sweet. Some people must go back and read it. And of the angels, he said, who makes his angels, uh, angel spirits, he makes his angel spirit and his ministers a flaming fire. So God makes them. They are spirits and they are flaming fire, but they are not sons. They are flaming fire. Angels are very dangerous creatures. You cross them, you won't live. They are very powerful creatures. The next verse says that, Ah, this God said to the angel, but unto the son he said, thy throne, O God. Ah, God says to a son, that thy throne, O God. 
Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. Because thou hast, verse, uh, that thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. When I read this thing, it really blessed me. When I stumbled across this scripture, I know it, but thou hast loved righteousness and hated it. Why? Because you love righteousness. How can you love righteousness and be cool with iniquity? loves righteousness will automatically hate sin. That's why Jesus said, if it is possible, let this cup come to... He can't imagine sin coming on him. Because of his holy nature, holiness upholds unrighteousness. So you say, oh, I don't mean, I don't condemn anybody. I don't. No, no, it's not condemning somebody. When you are on fire, for Jesus, and when you are you are walking in righteousness, you actually get put off by people who also boldly walk in unrighteousness. It, 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 it's, it's not the person, but there is something you operate by which is on collision course with what they are operating by. He said, because you have loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Wow. This is, what, what word is this? What, is the, what word is this? Careful. What word is this? Careful. Why is it there? This thing has provoked this. Therefore, God, even God has anointed. Ah, so anointing respects righteousness. God anoints certain people with oil because of a certain righteous lifestyle. Righteous lifestyle. He said, but say, how can you have an electric car without battery? Electric cars use batteries. They depend on battery. The power is stored in the battery. How can you do ministry without anointing? Anointing is the battery for ministry. Just as uh, 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 the battery is the power for electric car. You also need anointing to do ministry. Other than that, you will be full of annoyance. Singers, are you listening to me? So you need that. And anointing comes based on one clear thing from here. Because you have loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, God, even God, has also anointed you with oil of gladness above your contemporaries. Listen, it is, it is not your calling that makes you shine in ministry. It is the anointing that comes upon you. So many will be called, others are called, but you will be shining above them because of righteousness that has provoked an anointing. Shout yes. It blessed me so much today when I read it. Bless me. The secret of ministry is anointing. And the, the easiest and the quickest and the purest and the most sure channel of anointing is righteousness. 
Righteousness. Righteousness. Nabal. Nabal. He's, he's at, uh, his heart is set that he'll be destroyed because he, he won't take advice. No one can talk to him because he's, he's on the way to destruction in the book of Samuel. Yeah. Nabal, his heart is bent on. Uh, so he, won't, he said he, he won't listen to advice. What, how does that scripture put you? You remember? If you remember he, his, his heart is bent. Nabal, if, if they want to destroy you, you will either develop a taste or develop a stubborn heart. Yes. So the advice that can save you, like Absalom, that's why Absalom, that's how Absalom died. The advice that can save him, he said, this is nonsense. David prayed that, Lord, let the counsel of Ahithophel be foolishness. And the counsel of Ahithophel, it was like a prophetic word. You come to church and a prophetic instruction, a prophetic word can come to you. And you say, oh, that's for pastor. That's where things are not changing. The lady said, from the day, once, as soon as, soon as I said last week, fill yourself with messages messages she started following it even though sometimes things were rocky she was just busy because a prophetic declaration today she's sharing her sharing her testimony why is she also taking it cool yeah like DJ when you are on the path of distraction when you Turn a deaf ear to instruction. You are on the path of distraction when you turn a deaf ear to instruction. Without instruction, you are heading for distraction. But I see God is helping you. Such a service, and you are believing God for miracle. Why don't you this swift obedience thing? Why don't you activate it and break that that nonsense relationship that is not helping your faith work? That is not helping your faith work. Break that relationship. How desperate are you? After all, it's on its way out. So why don't you just break it? Now, therefore, know and consider what that will do. For evil, that's the scripture. Evil is determined against that man, our master, and against his household. For he is such a son of Belial that, that a man cannot speak to him. Because evil was determined against him, now he has been blocked from listening to any. His heart became hardened. No one could advise him. Because evil was determined, this man must go down. And so down in the spirit, things were determined and changed that he would not listen to anybody. Because evil was determined against him. So he would not listen to anybody. Yeah. There are a lot of things that if you actually open your heart to God and to it, how can you say I'm following God but I don't take instructions? This kind of religious jamboree people are backing on. You can't say you are following God and don't take if you if, if you are pursuing God, who, who is your instructor? Who is your if how can you say you are in government, you are an MP, and no one elected you? No, it's good guitar. You can't be an MP. You can't be 
an MP or a prime minister or something without you didn't stand for election. Maybe you are a king. <laughs> you are a monarch. Saudi Arabia. But the point I'm trying to make is when God wants to help you, he will soften your heart to instructions. And then you will just be saying swift obedience. You, you act swift obedience. Any evil that is determined against you by your, your enemies, it will fail because God is going to show you the way out. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can also subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.